Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank the Lord for another day. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you all for those that are on the line this morning. God bless you. Thank you that you did not consider it robbery to join us this morning. Um, We're going to jump right into this. Father, in the name of Jesus, we say thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to come before you yet again to seek your word, to gain understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. Heavenly Father, I pray that you speak through me what you would have said to your people. We thank each and every one that is on the line and those that will come and listen in the future. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, I want to say good morning to my callers, those that are on the line, and those that may be listening by Internet. God bless you. God bless you. I thank you so much for joining me this morning. As we did last week, um, we talked about the eight prayer watches. We were able to get through the first, second, and third prayer watch. And just a little bit of recap for that as we, before we move into the fourth watch. Now, we know we all have been called to pray. The Bible tells us men ought to always pray, pray without ceasing. You know, we some people take prayer very lightly, but it is a very serious matter. The first prayer watch that we looked at was 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. This is a time of reflection, a time of looking back at your day, those accomplishments, those things that God may have spoken to us during our work day or, you know, whatever we may have been doing. This is also a time when most people, when they've gotten off work, and for me, it's just like that, that quiet moment. The, the children are gone. The day is quiet. There's nothing else going on. I can just sit and be quiet. So this is a time of reflection and looking at what God did during the day, what he may have said, things that you saw, and just meditating on it. And also this is a time to pray and prepare for your next day and what you're requesting of God for your family, um, what may be going on in your life, just taking time to pray for that. And when we look at our second prayer watch, which is 9 p.m. to 12 a.m., this is the time when most intercessors can make a major impact in the spirit realm. Um, This is the time when the enemy and the witches and the warlocks and those that operate in darkness are preparing themselves for a night of destruction, a night of doing things that come against God's people, come against things in the earth. And so they're in preparatory mode. And this is a time when we can come together in prayer, whether it's one or whether it's a group, and start interceding for the earth. We know that, as I said last week, I can remember my mom telling me, come in before midnight. Nothing good happens after midnight. Just because it's like the darkest time, you never know what's going on, and, you know, some things can happen that 
really shouldn't be going on. And when you look at this, the spirits of darkness, they're diabolical in their assignments. Uh, they set up sabotage for the people in the body and just the people in the world. They do not care. And if you are a child of God, if you name the name of Jesus, they're putting things in place. They're putting things in place for our economic system, our education. They're coming up against religious organizations, churches, ministries, and they're also setting plans into place for the political system. When you look at Psalms 59 um, and Psalm 68, 1 and 4, pray that God will arise and scatter his enemies. Have a session of praise and worship. This is a time when you go in, we say when praises go up, blessings come down. When we are exalting God and commanding creation to praise him, we, you know, the word even tells us the rocks will cry out. You know, we believe that every living thing has their own way of praising God. The trees sway in the breeze. Their limbs are always facing upward, and the animals, you know, people say, well, God don't talk to animals. Well, wrong, because God spoke to the animals before he spoke to man. He told the animals, be fruitful and multiply. When he created them in Genesis, he spoke to animals. So you cannot say that the animals don't have a spirit that God can't reach. Now, when you're talking about the third watch, this is before daybreak. This is 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., um, the, the bewitching hours. This is a uh, time when there is much spiritual activity going on. This is a time when you're praying, your faith is strengthened. This is when you're going in, you know, all guns are blazing. You're praising, you're worshiping, you're praying for people and you're just all in with God. Some people um, have said, you know, I wake up at three in the morning and I don't know what's going on and I can't go back to sleep or I wake up at two or four. That may be your prayer watch. That may be your time to be on guard. You know, when the military, they have times of duty where they have to stand watch and, and making sure that wherever they are, the fort, the army base, the military base, they're the first ones that are to see it because they're on the wall. They're watching for any attack of the enemy that may come in. And so if you look at even the guards at Buckingham Palace, they stand watch. They don't move. You can't even get them to say hi when you walk by. So sometimes when you're called to a certain prayer watch, you have to watch and pray. This is not a time to be distracted because at 3 a.m. in the morning, the witchcraft is They've done their little preparatory work, and now they're putting things into action. They're going out, demons and all of the destruction that they planned and plotted for the earth, they're sending them out. The, we know that when Satan fell, one-third of the angels fell with him. So we're looking at 
the demonic angels, we're looking at demons, we're looking at imps, we're looking at all manner of destruction. And a lot of people don't want to believe. They said, oh, that's Old Testament and that's not real. And I beg to differ. I don't think God would have been so, um, would have discounted them in the word if they weren't real. They wouldn't be there. He wouldn't talk about them. So we see through scriptures where they're talking about the night watches and the night terrors and when you're in your dream realm. So we have to be mindful to look at what's going on in the earth. Spirits are real. They are destructive. They will come against your family. They will come against your job, your marriages, money, Whatever they can try to destroy, they will. And we have to be mindful of that. God would not have us to be ignorant of the things that are going on in the earth because we've gotten so high-minded or we think we know so much or we're just beyond that. I've outgrown that. No, you haven't. Because if you're in the earth, I guarantee you there are attacks that are going to come. There are things that are going to rise up in your life. You're looking at your coworker and like, okay, they are just crazy. Or your situation with your money. It tells us in these eight prayer watches how the enemy sets things in place to come up against your finances, to come up against marriages and relationships. It comes up against the churches, your city, and the nation. So the enemy and his devices are real. The attacks are real, but only when we are in alignment and when we have not just a prayer time, but a prayer life, God can reveal his secrets to us. Now, when we look at the prayer watches of three to six, I mean, this is a time you set your day in place. You know, you may wake up and you see a plane crash. You may wake up and you you see a car crash, or you may see someone sick. You may, you know, God may give you an impression of something. That's your time to be praying for that situation. That could you could be the very one that could divert a situation from happening and lives be saved, situations be resolved. You know. A, Gunshot victim or, you know, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're seeing could be the very thing that God is asking you to pray for. He could be asking you to pray for someone halfway around the world or all the way around the world. He may have you praying for someone in the Philistines, in Russia, or the Philippians. And I'm sorry, Philippians. Well, some, I guess I need to go study something in Philippians. Um, but it, it doesn't matter what it is. God is showing it to you for a reason. And if you name yourself an uh, intercessor, a prayer warrior, or you operate with spiritual warfare, or there's, there's a call on your life to be on the wa- wall and watch and pray, it's a time for us to do warfare. We can't keep going through life lollygagging and saying the little small prayers, you know, the now I lay me down to sleep. 
it's time for us to go in because the fate of the world, the fate of people's lives could be in our very hands. You know, God put us here to do, to, to have dominion on the earth. But if we're just ignoring certain facets, certain areas, what good are we? What, what good are we doing if we're not looking at the whole picture, if we're not taking advantage of everything that God has placed in our hands? What are we doing? During spiritual warfare at 3 a.m., you know, the bewitching hours, um, you really need to be, I'm going to say, maybe trained or have a little bit more experience when you're doing warfare during these hours because you're aware of what's going on and you're able to pray and intercede for someone else. But this is the time when, okay, the enemy sees that you're up at 3 a.m. and you're praying for the nation, you're praying for families, your situations. You can experience some backlash. And, you know, we close out prayers. You know, God, we thank you that you protect us and that there's no backlash from this prayer, no backlash from an assignment, because the enemy hates us. He hates us with a passion. So when he sees us taking our rightful place, he may very well try to come and do something. If it's not directly to you, it's going to be with something or someone that can, that's in your circle. We also need to understand that during this time, if you're, you know, your, your dream life may be interrupted with something that's going on. God is showing you something in your dreams. And as I said, there are night terrors. When we talk about our children and adults that are having nightmares, all of this is coming from the enemy. All of this is coming to distract, to bring up fear, to just put you in a place of uncertainty. So we have to be mindful that these things are going on. So when you look in, at that, you know, it, it's, a, it's a fearful time for those who might not understand it. Now, when we look at the fourth prayer watch, the fourth prayer watch is 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. This is an important time for prayer. This is the last watch for the night season. This is the last prayer watch before daybreak, and we're getting up, getting ready to go to work or to start our day. You know, this is a time when many command their morning. This is a time when whatever was done in the dark, you know, it's like they're all going back into hiding because it's like vampires. You know, we see movies where the vampires only operate at night, but when daybreak comes, they go back into hiding. And that's the way we really need to take a look at this. A lot of things that go on during the night, they've already set their traps, they've already done their damage during the night, and during the day they're just waiting for these things to manifest. They're waiting for that argument between a married couple to happen. They're waiting for something to happen in your finances because they've already put certain things in place to come against you during the night season. 
when we look at the watch from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m., um, as I say, commanding your morning, this is the time if you look at Matthew 24, 43, it says, but know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. That's what the enemy is doing at night. He's coming in, but we have to be a watch over our house. This should be a disciple's prayer for those who have the power and training to wake up early in the morning and set the atmosphere. This is the time for all of the enemy's plans and strategies to fail. So when we get up in the morning and we're commanding our morning, we can stop so much of the enemy's activities because we're getting up and we're declaring and decreeing and we're speaking against those things and we're calling for God's angels and God's protection and we're just moving forward. During this this watch, you can gain territory. You're gaining territory during this time. And we have to be mindful that we're setting ourselves up for spiritual prosperity. We're stopping the devil from hijacking blessings and favor. The prayer watch sets your day before it begins. This is also an opportunity to set things in place before the devil and his demons have a chance to ruin it. This is a time when you hear about people breaking in. They may break in early in the morning, before daybreak, or at night. You know, as I said before, with accidents and deaths and loss, you know, all of these things can be stopped. During this prayer watch, when intercessors obey the voice of God and fill the morning with powerful prayers, so when we're praying and we're believing God and we're commanding our morning, We're setting some things in place. We're stopping the hand of the enemy from whatever he tried to do at night. And we're just going in and believing God. Now, the fifth prayer watch, which is 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., this is a time when God strengthens the Christians, Acts 2, 15, and Psalms 2, 7 through 9. There's a spiritual significance of sunrise and having Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, rise over us. Malachi 4 and 2. During this watch, pray for such issues as healings of your body, relationships, family, government, and the economy. So right here, we're coming up against those things that the enemy put in place during the night. So we have to be mindful, and this may be your time of the morning. A lot of people say, I can't get up early in the morning. I can't get up. It's too early. I sleep or I work, what have you. But you have a time to pray. There's always something to pray about, someone to pray for. And when we go in and take authority over those things that are coming up against the earth and coming up against us, we can do some serious damage. We can reverse the curse. Now, the sixth prayer watch is from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. This is a time when God's promises are fulfilled. 
you know, miracle signs and wonders will be happening during this time. This is a time when the word of the Lord to be fulfilled in your life. This is also a time to receive the supplies of all resources needed for every project God has assigned you to fulfill. We can look at Exodus 12, 35, and 36. For those, this was a time that the Israelites got everything that they had to be used to build a tabernacle in the wilderness. Pray for, we pray for God's provisions to accomplish those things he has given us. We reflect also on God's power. We look at God's power during this time, reflecting on what a, we sing the song, what a mighty God we serve. And he is a mighty God. He is awesome, and everything is made by him. He is a good, good father. And we need to acknowledge him always. When you look at the seventh prayer watch, this is 12 noon to 3 p.m. This is midday. Um, this is listed as midday is an hour of rest, a time of seeking the Lord. During this particular time, Christ was on the cross atoning for our sins of the world and restoration of man's relationship with God. So when we look at this, God, Jesus was on the cross during this time. He was laying down his life. He, he was on the cross for us. So if we are mindful of that, what that may have been like, and, and making it a personal thing, this is the time of the day when Jesus died for me. This is the time when they hung him high and stretched him wide. This is a time when Jesus said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So we need to be mindful that during this time of the day, this is when Jesus was asking God to forgive us for our sins. This is a time when a lot of people, if they have the time during the day and they're not working or what have you, that it can be your secret time of prayer. When you go into a secret place, if you're at work, you may go to your car, or if you're even at home, you might find that little quiet place, or, you know, wherever you find that quiet place to pray. Also, this is one of the times of the day when it seems that the daylight is the brightest. It, it is hot in the summertime, but the sun is bright. It's, you know, they talk about high noon. The sun is at its highest point at noon. So we've got a lot of things to look for. But when we dwell in the secret place of the Most High God, abiding under the shadow of the Almighty and making the Most High your habitation, pray and cut off all satanic errors that are released at this time so they will not get to you or your family. So we've gone through seven of the prayer watches um, we have just a little bit of time left, and this is, as the scripture says, we ought to always pray, and if we say, well, I don't know what to pray for, I don't know how to pray, 
I would encourage each of you to sit down and take a moment, take a little bit of time to hear from God. You may not understand why he's having you or asking you to pray for someone you don't even know, but you could be the very answer for that one to say, hey, they're going through something. God may not reveal everything that they're going through, but if they come to your mind, say a prayer for them. If a situation comes and you hear about it and it's not a good thing, and even if it is a good thing, we must be mindful that we can, we must pray for those that are receiving the blessings that they will have the integrity and the capacity to handle what God is releasing to their lives in them and for them those that are dealing with children going back to school college even the adults that are seeking higher education this is a time when we need to be covering them and praying for them i met a young lady a couple of weeks ago and it just blessed my heart because she said what giant's head do you have what giant's head have you cut off if you have had a giant in your life, whether it be drugs, alcohol, whether it be abuse, sickness, healing, whatever that giant was for in your life, and you've conquered it, you've overcome it, you've cut the head of the giant off, that may be an area where you're called to intercede for someone else. That may be the area where you can have some great impact to change the situation. There have been, I've got several heads, and I praise God for it. I've got several heads. So I know these are areas that I've overcome, that I've been delivered from, that I've conquered, that God brought me out. God healed me. He delivered me in in certain areas, so those are areas I notice that I, I zone in, I hone in on those. Not because I'm still going through them, not because they're still having an effect on me, not because I'm stuck in that place, but I know what God did for me during that time. I know how he brought me out, and my heart's desire is for someone else going through those things to be brought out. If you're a, a cancer survivor, if you've gotten past grief, if you've gotten past the lack of money, if you've gotten past a certain area, look at how God brought you out and delivered you. And that may be the area to say, hey, look, I'm going to be praying for this brother or this sister. I'm going to be praying for this healing. I know God as a healer. I know God as a deliverer. You've got the head of the giant. Help conquer that giant for someone else by praying and interceding for them. I thank each and every one of you for joining me this morning. We're going to pick up with the eight prayer watch on next week, um, which is going to actually be our last one, and then we're going to go and we're going to talk about all of them. Um, as I wrap up on that one, um, but just to let you know, uh, this is a serious time. You know, even here, the you know, the eight prayer watch is the hour of dying to self. 
and rejoicing in the power of God. And that's something that we need to look at. We must die daily. But I thank you again for joining me this morning. As I said, the last prayer watch on next week, and then we're going to discuss all of them. If there be any questions, um, any discussion, I would be, I would welcome them so that we can go to forth together and see what does say of the Lord. This is your host, Apostle Gloria Hawkins of Tell Them Ministries. If you have prayer requests, discussion, questions, or anything, comments, you can find me on Facebook at Gloria Hawkins, facebook.com. Uh, also, Tell Them Ministries is on Facebook or my website, uh, Tell Them Ministries. Dot com. I thank you for joining me. I pray that God continue to bless you and that you have a wonderful day on this last day of August as we prepare to go into our ninth month and know that nine, we're going into the birthing season, the ninth month, the birthing season. So those things that have been stored on the inside of you shall be birthed. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Men ought to always pray. In Jesus' name, amen.